0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on Tuesday afternoon. It is another Mike Tomlin Tuesday. We just had a press conference from the Steelers head coach who, yes, it's uh sometimes it's just, it's tough when a team has the record that the Steelers do. They're getting ready to, to go on the road against the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And after the heartbreaking loss on Sunday night, it's just one of those things. It's time to roll into the next week. Hopefully, it's something that the Steelers fans can get excited about, but we'll see. Let's just dive into what Coach Tomlin had on tap for us. Um, he starts off just saying a couple things about the last game, and he reiterated uh, what he said following the game. You know, this was after watching the tape of that the Steelers did not take advantage of their INT opportunities, their interceptions, their turnovers, their takeaways, that uh, that the, the, the um, Dolphins, I almost said Eagles, because that's who they've moved on to. The Dolphins did take care- take advantage of their opportunities, came away with three. The Steelers could have had four or five and came away with none. That's kind of a big deal. That's that's it, It's very difficult, especially – with a struggling offense to win a game where you have opportunities for takeaways and you don't come up with them. The other team's defense has an opportunity for takeaways, and they do. Um, That's It's just kind of how it goes. Um, Said that uh, the defense, you know, they found rhythm as the game went on. Coach Tomlin did talk about that a little bit later in the questions about uh, what it took to get going a little bit. Um, They said that, that, uh, that they were able to drive the long field both times, their final two possessions, uh, at the end of the game, they just couldn't finish. And being set up on a long field, that's why he was talking about the importance of coming away with those interceptions. Um, you know, if you could have given your offense a chance to have a short field, it really uh, would have helped. But then at the same time, the offensive job is to put the ball, this is me speaking, um, is to put the put the ball in the, in, in the end zone. So whether they have a short field, long field, that's their job. They need to do their job. Could the defense have helped them out more? Yes, they could have. Is it all on the defense to continually bail out the offense? Shouldn't be, but it seems like it's been that way ever since the postseason of last year. Uh, Don't get me started back on that, of how the defense continually kept the Steelers in the game, doing something no one had ever done all season against the Chiefs, and the offense could do nothing to help. So... To me, that's just my own thoughts going into that. Is yes, the defense could have done more, but my goodness, I mean, there's nothing more frustrating coming from someone um, who who is a former educator. You know, Jeff Hartman is an educator. That the the more you, that that you have to baby something along so bad that that when someone else doesn't baby it along so much that it, it comes back on the ones not doing the babying that should not be on the defense that they didn't set up the offense with short fields when given the opportunity, the offense still has to be better than that to score the 10 points. Sorry. I'm a little bit upset about that. Um, yes, the defense could have come up with those interceptions, but saying, Oh, if they would have, it would have really helped out the offense. Yeah. That's still a true statement, but the offense's job is to score. So go score regardless of whether your defense sets you up or not. And honestly, your defense sets you up by getting the ball back in three downs and giving you another shot after you blew the first one. And then you still blew the second one. All right, I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, I can get off my soapbox now. Um that, that said that, oh, th- this is where it was. So it took a little bit, took a minute to get their bearing straight against a new team was something Coach Tallman said at the end of talking about the Dolphins, that, you know, it was their first time facing Tua, their first time going up, you know, being a left-handed quarterback was something that he talked about, that it took a little bit to 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 get their bearing straight with that and then they really settled in, tightened up a little bit of stuff on the defense and then were basically good to go the rest of the game. Um Coach Thomas talked about the injuries. He said how Levi Wallace is a shoulder. Uh, He kind of hinted with that one that the availability for this week may not be there uh, because – it wasn't as much what he did say about what uh, uh, what he did say about Wallace. Is what he didn't say, because he did say it about Josh Jackson, the cornerback, has a groin. Um, but he said that that's something that would be more likely to maybe slow him down at the beginning of the week. So he didn't say that about Wallace. So that might be why that could be something that lingers uh, into the weekend. He also specifically said, and we'll come back to talk about one of these players and much later, um, about T.J. Watt and Calvin Austin. Um that uh the uh, for this week, with their inclusion being unlikely, now that brought up a Twitter storm, and I'm like, I even got a message right away from Jeff Hartman. Wait a second. Austin coming back this week, I'm like, just wait, someone's going to ask him about it. Someone's going to ask about it. Jeff even thought maybe he meant to say DeMonte KZ instead of Calvin Austin. Don't know. We'll see. Uh, but we'll talk about that when that was brought up in the questions because there's a lot going on there that I'd like to get into. Uh, Coach Tomlin broke down some stuff with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's like, um, you know, they're they're um, undefeated and they're plus 12 in their turnover margin. They've They've had 14 takeaways and only two turnovers. That's a way to get it done. That's a way to be undefeated to not turn the ball over hardly at all through six games because they are coming off of a bye um i'm and and then i mean my goodness one turnover every three games and then they have 14 which means you're getting it on average more than 2 a game uh, that that'll put you into that six and O category right there. He talks about their efficiency and it starts with Jalen hurts being very efficient. He says there's um they have very little negativity on offense. They don't have a lot of negative plays. Um, You know, they, they play ahead of the sticks um, says that they have an awesome collection of eligibles. And he, he was listing some of them and two of them. I don't even remember which two it was. I didn't write them down. He was going so fast. He once again, called them skedaddlers, so anytime I can say skedaddlers, that's always a good thing. Um, he says they have to prioritize who to slow down. It's not like you can slow down everyone. You just have to prioritize who to slow down. You know, met, mentioned, um, uh, what is it, Miles. He just called him Miles, the running back. I don't want to say the wrong last name. Um, you know, who's from Pittsburgh. is um, another weapon in there. Talked about all kinds of their weapons on offense. And he says their D is that they their defensive front, they run deep on their defensive front and brought up a number of players that he talked about there. He said that their corners are grizzly veterans. Um, And bottom line, when it came to Philadelphia in this week, you have to respect the challenge um, of what it is to face a team like this at their place, undefeated and all of those things. All right. We're going to dive into the questions. First, we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back. All right, let's get rolling on here with the rest of, of Mike Talman's press conference. We're doing the question and answer period now. Um, I'm going to highlight the the best ones. It'll be almost every question that he was asked. So um, it, it, it was interesting. So um, that uh, it was good about, oh my, <laughs> about the trying to get some some sacks. Huh? This is fine. I'm trying to, I wrote so much here. I'm trying to still read my own writing. Um, that, um, you know, with the with okay, this is what it was. He was asked if the defense was settling back in, you know, getting back to where Coach Tomlin referred to them as, you know, wanting them to be a dominant defense before the season started. Um, and he's like, Yeah, they're they're on the right track to get there. They've got to get more quarterback pressure. He talked about, you know, just just not even and getting home on the sacks, getting more pressure and everything else. He was asked about running so many jet sweeps about the Steelers running more than than pretty much all the other teams in the NFL, and he's like, um, he, you're trying to make the defense defend all the gaps, um, uh, uh, and he was asked if he believed if those are being effective runs, and he's saying at times, at times they're great, and at other times it's just popcorn. Um, I I feel – the feeling I get with the Jetsuits a lot of time is the Steelers do them until they don't work, and then they stop. Um, it just feels like that a lot sometimes they can do them a couple more times even after they don't work but we'll see um he was asked about uh getting more chunk plays on offense um and what would be the key to that and coach tom says you got to keep working you've got to stay on schedule and stay ahead of the sticks um then was asked about you know uh, taking taking more more shots and throwing the ball on on go routes um and if what it would take in order to do that. And then he says, there's too many variables, pick one. And then he went off and just listed a bunch of different variables of what they all could be and said, I'm not trying to avoid your question. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of things. We would have to go back specifically play-by-play play to look at those. So um, about, you know, taking taking shots more on those, which is interesting because the Steelers still throw a lot of deep passes. Um, then he was asked about the option of Kenny Pickett running on the last offensive play that they had. Um, if he had a discussion with him about that, he said he is not personally, but the offensive coaches have, um, he was asked about the penalty that was the illegal motion. And if he got any explanation of that, and if it was a, you know, um, a, a rocking back or a resetting of the hand of Chooks for. um, Coach Tom said he did not get an explanation from it, but based on the film, that he was able to determine that yes, it was something with a reset or rocking or something with Chuksicor for um, on that play. So, but sometimes that's, you know, you get to the line, you go to re- set, and all of a sudden you realize you're not set properly. I haven't gone back to look at that play, but uh, Coach Tomlin said that that's what he was able to, to draw on that. All right. Um, asked if he had a problem with the officials. You know, huddling up, talking about that last interception, and and then making the decision that it, rather than incomplete, it was an interception. He says he's got no problem with that. He's like, interceptions were going to be reviewed anyway. The fact that they came up with the call in the field, you knew that there was a possibility that it it, it if there was an issue, that it would then be reviewed. All right, <coughs> excuse me. Now we're getting into the big one, the like Calvin Austin the third. The question about him being activated because they opened his 21-day window. All right. Well, first of all, this has always been a question for me, is if the window finished is is closing today or tomorrow. The question is, does the day they come back and practice, does does that count as day one or does 24 hours from when they return count as, oh, that's the end of day one? That's always been something that I'm curious about. Because if the day he returns counts as day one, then day 21 is today, Tuesday. If the day that he returns, then, you know, in 24 hours from that time, that counts day one. And then that counts day two, 24 hours after that, then they have until four o'clock tomorrow on Wednesday, Uh, A lot of reports I've seen is until when is it? It's Wednesday. So it's probably the second one. But I've always been curious about that and never got a very good explanation of which one it really is. So I'm going to go that they have until tomorrow. It could even be something today. But Coach Tomlin was asked about it, and he said he hasn't asked. um, Talked about how he hasn't played all year and how up or down, active or inactive, is what he said about um, Calvin Austin III. So I'm actually going to read you a quote from this. Uh, If I can, if I can get this quote, Uh, this actually comes courtesy of uh, Nick Faribault. This is his quote of, from the Tomlin press conference. I'm going to read it to you. He says, this guy hasn't, hasn't, hadn't played in a stadium yet. Anyway, he hadn't played in a preseason stadium. It's more about development for him. And that's the perspective I have. I'm just being realistic up or down, active or inactive. His overall readiness is probably not a high probability. I'm just being straightforward. Now there's people, I know Jeff Hartman, he was, he was upset with this and was communicating with me. I'm like, calm down, Jeff, calm down, Jeff. And uh, I know Bob Pompiani had a tweet about this means that Calvin Austin is going to be kept on IR for the season. I said, I, I even quote to, and said, hold the phone. This is not what I'm saying. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bust out my secret Mike Tomlin, Dakota ring. And I'm going to tell you what I think Mike Tomlin was saying with those words. I believe Mike Tomlin is right now squashing the idea that Calvin Austin III is coming back to the Steelers in a way where he's going to be put on the field, given significant snaps, and be a significant part of the game plan. That makes no sense for the Steelers to do that right now. It makes no sense because he hasn't played in a – he didn't even get to play in the preseason. He hasn't played in a game. So I understand that's why Mike Tomlin is going with that. He needs practice. He's got three weeks of practice. You know what he's going to need? More practice. If they put him on season-ending IR, guess what he doesn't get to do? Practice. So I don't think that's the move. I think – because Coach Tomlin even said, you know, maybe later today there'll be something. Today, I wouldn't be shocked if it's today, so that way they're they're ahead of stuff. Or tomorrow, I think you're going to see Calvin Austin put on the 53-man roster. But I'll also tell you the other thing I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see his name on the inactive list on Sunday, at least through the, I mean, at least one game through the buy and he'll probably maybe even, he might stay there all season. I don't think they're going to release him. I don't think they're going to put him on IR because if a player is healthy and goes in IR, they, they can request their release to then go play for someone else. And if he's not really injured, the Ste- you know, they could file agreements with the NFLPA, all kinds of stuff like that. It's not worth it for the Steelers to do that. And what's going to be the best thing for Calvin Austin is for him to practice. So to me, I see him coming back on the 53, but to me, this was coach Tomlin kind of already, you know, he knows the narratives are going to be out there. He's kind of squashing the narrative that Calvin Austin, the third is all of a sudden a fourth round draft pick. Who's never played a snap in the NFL, even in the preseason is going to come back, get activated, and he's gonna be this gonna guy that's gonna come out there and save the Steelers offense this week. That's just not how it's going to be. And I that's to you know, have you ever undersold something so people don't oversell it? That's what it sounds like to me with with Coach Tomlin. That you know, I, I just don't even look for him to get a helmet. Um if he comes back, but I, I have a feeling that Calvin Austin will be brought back to the Steelers 53 man roster. I could be wrong, but that's just the feeling that I got from it. All right. I did enough on that. Let's move on and knock out these last questions. Actually, we're not even halfway through the questions, but still, Um, he was asked about, you know, uh, uh a quarterback who's mobile and, you know, trying to imitate that in practice. Um, uh, Coach Thomas basically said, you know, that's what we try to do. Sometimes we'll have a, a wide receiver come in and take some snaps to give it to show us some of the running things that the quarterback can do. But when you do that, you're also losing the the passing element of it because they're not going to be able to really uh, imitate that as well. Uh, then he was asked about the um, the 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 third. There was a third and one play where Najee Harris. Um, was set up to, to run into like a completely overloaded area of the offense. Because what do you know? The defense knew based on personnel and formation exactly what the Steelers were going to run. And you know what the Steelers did? They still ran it right there for nothing. Okay? That's – so. Mike Tomlin should be answering these questions. And basically he said that they were trying to use pace at that time. They're trying to get to the line and run the play quickly. And sometimes if you do that, you don't have the, you don't, you might not have the option to switch the play to me. Pace is great, but my goodness, if you're, why would, if the, if the defense says, Oh, you're going to run it right here. We're going to put six guys right there to go up there and run it right there anyway, because you're trying to use pace is extremely self-defeating extremely self-defeating. You know, check out of it. Do something to check out of it, even if you're trying to use pace. Um, but that might have been Coach Tomlin covering for his young quarterback who, because they were wanting to go quick, was basically told that he couldn't. I don't know if that's the case or not. That's just my my um, my, my own thing. Um, um, Coach Tom was asked if he uh, had a conversation about the turnovers with Kenny Pickett. Um, He says uh, not... He said like nothing outside of the normal conversations about what they would do with turnovers and whatnot and securing the football um, and, and those things. Coach Tom was then asked about, um, um, is, is, is now the time to make the, you said, so you said you would make changes if you needed to, is now the time to make a change? And Mike Tomlin says, don't feel like it's the time to make a change. That was just the answer. Um, he was asked about James Pierre um, getting some more playing time. He's like, we were thin at quarterback. He's he's getting his opportunity, and he's doing a nice job. Uh, was asked about Devin Bush getting back more towards his pre-injury type of play, um, and he basically says, I agree with that. Uh, pass rush, um, scheme versus winning one-on-one battles was what he was asked about. What, what's more involved? Well, and then Coach Tom said, Miami – runs the RPOs, which, you know, are very quick anyway, because you don't want your lineman downfield. And for those of you that are complaining about the Steelers having linemen downfield, I've seen calls all over the league about that one this year. It's not just the Steelers. It's just something that they're really, 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 really being sticklers about this year. But he said with Miami running those, the ball comes out too quick, that this was not the type of game that you were going to get a lot of sacks. Coach Tomlin didn't say this, but me saying it, you have a quarterback who missed several weeks due to uh, a very high, highly publicized concussion. You're going to do things like that to make sure he doesn't get sacked. So Coach Tomlin, you know, that was part of the thing that they realized it was going to be tough to, to get to, to to get sacks because the ball comes out too, too quick. And that just goes to show that there are a lot of variables with actually getting sacks, but they do need to continue to get pressure. Um, um then um all right let's see uh, Kenny Pickett here we go he he called him when it comes to him with football and everything is that he says he's a fish in water that was a big thing a big quote that you might see about this uh, about this press conference talked about you know him being comfortable in the things that he does and everything and he's like he's a fish in water this is natural to him these are just part of the f- stuff as they as they progress um talked about the the rapport with George Pickens um, and how it's growing with their connection. Coach Thomas says he expects the report to grow with all the eligible receivers, so that um, as just with a with a young quarterback as he goes on. Um, he was asked if he spent time. This was an interesting question. Coach Thomas asked if he spent much time with Jalen Hurts in the pre draft process when he was coming out, and he said very little because there was a lot of people that thought that's who the Steelers should take, um, and they did not. Uh, coming out with that draft. So it was interesting that it never even really seemed like it was an option for the Steelers. Uh, he was asked about uh, Kevin Dotson and his response after having a, a, a week with a bunch of penalties and not being on the field for a field goal. And he said that it, it was better, but then just talked about every, they've got a lot of stuff they've got to do to tighten things up and have them, have them grow. Um, and then this was interesting. I'm going to end with this one. He was asked about George Pickens and his blocking. Um, he's like, this guy loves to play football. He loves to play football. And guys that love to play football are willing to do other things. It's just part of playing football. And that's what he kind of expected and is getting out of George Pickens. So, all right. So i kind of went off on a couple little tangents there, um, saying a few things just to, to get it out there. But hey, this team, they've got a big task ahead of them. They've got a big task ahead of them. They're doing all they can to try to get to three and five before the bye. And in order to do that, they have to take down the last undefeated team in the NFL. Is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Is it likely? Honestly, it's not, with the Steelers being 11-point underdogs on the road in Philadelphia somewhere. They haven't won since I think it's 1965. So they've got a lot stacked against them. But – You're just kind of waiting for things to start to click together with this team. Last week, after the first couple drives, the defense really started to click together and really started to do some nice things other than finish possible interceptions. (laughs) Um, Now you just need the offense to get going because, man, oh man, 10 points isn't going to win you very many games in the NFL. The Steelers offense has got to get going, whether it's scheme and play calling or execution it's all of it everything has to come together in order for them to score points and it shouldn't just be dependent on the defense setting them up with really with with with, in, with really good things because you know that's or special teams like what happened in the sealers two wins Tampa they win by two they got a field goal gifted to them by the special teams on a kick return they still couldn't get a touchdown but they at least got the field goal and that won the game. The Steelers win the game in overtime in week one. It took a defensive touchdown in order for them to be in that boat. So this offense can't keep getting bailed out by the other two phases of the game. They need to start standing on their own and not be the huge weak link that they are right now even with a rookie quarterback, even with a rookie quarterback. All right, so that's Mike Thomas press conference, and, of course, probably too much of my thoughts. Make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. We've got the same lineup coming for you this week, all the way up until the game at 1 o'clock on Sunday, and then we'll we'll have a very similar lineup coming with you with the bye week after that. So make sure you're checking out all the podcasts and, of course, checking into com. your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks for for uh, listening in here for this one. I know you might hear some of my frustrations about some stuff with the Steelers. I'm sure you have plenty of frustrations of your own. Still love this team. Still can't wait to wave my towel on Sunday and hope that they can go out there and and stun the NFL and get another victory. We'll see if they can do it. So in order to make that happen, I'll say what I always do. Go Steelers.